0: Welcome to Tamimi Talks, an insightful podcast series on the latest legal news and developments across the Middle East and North Africa.
1: Welcome back to our series on the new labour law on Tamimi Talks. It's Sabrina and Jen here with you, ready to discuss another one of the new labour law's hot topics.
0: Yeah, today we're going to be having a look at provisions related to discrimination, bullying and harassment.
1: So these are concepts that feature heavily in employment legislation in other jurisdictions and obviously sexual harassment in particular
0: has been a subject that's received a lot of media coverage in recent years. Pre-2015 with the exception of in DIFC and in ADGM the UAE didn't really seem to have any specific legislation in this regard but over the past few years there's been some significant developments. I mean first of all in July 2015 the UAE
1: implemented Um, a law combating discrimination and hatred which criminalizes discrimination against individuals or groups based on religion caste
0: doctrine race color or ethnic origin now this isn't employment specific legislation but it is broad enough to capture incidents of discrimination arising in an employment context it's important to note though that those claims wouldn't have been filed before the labor court they'd have been police complaints they'd have been criminal in nature
1: Yeah, exactly. And penalties under that law are actually quite extensive and include long custodial sentences as well as fines of up to a million dirhams.
0: Yeah, exactly. And also existing are several different directives related to people of determination. So there's resolution 43 of 2018, which aims to support the rights of people of determination in an employment context. Um, This law includes provisions regarding access to job opportunities, protection from discrimination during the recruitment process, flexible working systems to accommodate disabilities and various protection from termination on disability grounds. I also just wanna
1: highlight quickly that there's also the federal law 29 of 2006, which guarantees people of determination, equal opportunities in education and a separate protection from
0: abuse policy. Yeah, so there are various pieces of legislation floating around that prohibit discrimination on the basis of specific characteristics, but what a lot of people don't know is that the current labor law was actually amended in 2019 so as to expressly prohibit general discrimination in an employment context. Since these amendments, an employer has been prohibited from discriminating against employees on the basis of certain characteristics in such a way that would prevent an employee from continuing in the job or enjoying its rights. An employee is also prohibited from discriminating between employees that perform the same job role. Exactly,
1: and I think at this point it seems like a natural point to talk about equal pay. So there was a ministerial decree enacted in 2020 that states that a female employee is entitled to be paid the same salary as a male employee if she performs the same work or work of equal value. Um, However, the labour law already actually contains a provision
0: to this effect. That's right, and the 2020 decree actually referenced a supporting regulation that was due to provide further clarity on what was meant by the same work or work of equal value, uh, but actually that was never published.
1: So if we tie this in with a new law, the new law also provides for those equal pay provisions. However, it states that a decision of the Council of Ministers based on the proposal of the minister shall issue the procedures, controls and criteria necessary for evaluating work of equal value.
0: So as yet, there are no
1: real developments in that area of equal pay.
0: And the same goes for general discrimination provisions, actually. There don't really seem to have been any developments. Uh, The new law does say that an employer mustn't discriminate on the basis of race, colour, sex, religion, natural origin, or social origin. But again, this mirrors the 2019 amendments to the current law. So although it's enshrined in the new law, the position doesn't seem to have been advanced. Exactly. And if we look at... Gender, the new law
1: specifically states that all provisions regulating the employment of workers without discrimination shall apply to working women. Now, under the current law, there are various times and roles that female employees are prohibited from working. Currently, female employees are not supposed to work at night and they're not supposed to work in roles that are hazardous or morally compromising. Those prohibitations are not mirrored in the new law. So that's a big change and women will be able to lawfully work in any role that a a male employee is able to work in. Although from a practical perspective, it remains to be seen whether work permits will be issued to female employees in some industries. And I think that this is probably particularly prevalent in the construction industry. Um, And I guess from a practical perspective, remains to be seen whether women will actually be working in that
0: industry. or Mm, Will the ministry issue work permits to female labourers? Mm. As a first, though, the new labour law introduces protections from harassment, bullying, and any verbal, physical or psychological violence. Psychological violence, we expect that this is going to be akin to the concept of retaliation in other jurisdictions. So active or passive threats against an employee as a result of the employee filing a grievance or, or whistleblowing or so on.
1: Interestingly, the amendments to the penal code that has just been released um, within the last couple of weeks also reference sexual harassment. So it does appear to be something of a hot topic at the moment. Mm, Quite rightly so.
0: (laughs) Now, in terms of penalties, if we think about other jurisdictions, even as close to home as DIFC, discrimination laws seem to favour compensating the victim as opposed to sanctioning the perpetrator. However, the new law, doesn't seem to contain any provisions entitling an employee to compensation as a result of discrimination or bullying or harassment. Exactly, and in practice, we would typically expect to see claims of this
1: nature to arise in conjunction with a claim for unfair dismissal. So, either where an employee has been terminated and considers the grounds of termination to be unfair, or because the employee claims that they had no choice but to resign as a result of the treatment that they were subjected to. However, There isn't any legal reason why an employee couldn't file a claim alleging discrimination or bullying or harassment during the course of their employment. Yeah, that's right. But if
0: an employee was to do this, the only outcome that the labour law seems to accommodate is that the employer could be subject to a fine. So the general penalties provision of the new law say that that fine could be anywhere between 5,000 dirhams and 1,000,000 dirhams uh, with a multiplication factor if there was more than one victim.
1: Exactly. And I think it's important just to highlight that this is a regulatory fine. So the practical effect of this remains a little bit unclear because presumably to impose a regulatory fine, the discrimination, harassment
0: or bullying must be proven. Yeah, that's an interesting point. And I think we should talk a little bit about the potential practical issues in bringing any sort of discrimination or harassment claim against an employer. Um, I'm going to use the current law's Article 120 here as an example. Um, If an employer was to terminate an employee for, for example, disclosing trade secrets, In practice, the courts tend to deem termination on those grounds arbitrary unless the employer has first obtained a judgment against the employee for that disclosure of trade secrets from the criminal courts. So essentially, the labor courts don't take on the responsibility of determining whether or not a relevant incident has actually occurred. They expect a party to first obtain a judgment in that regard and then bring this to the labour court so as to allow the labour court to apply the labour law.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And so I think in the context of these discrimination and harassment provisions, it does remain to be seen whether the labour courts will take on the responsibility of determining whether an incident of discrimination or sexual harassment did occur, or whether they would expect that party bringing the claim to first establish the offence by way of a criminal judgement before taking any action. Hmm. All
0: very interesting. Um, I actually think that's all we've got time for today. Tomorrow, it's going to be the final episode in this mini-series. And as well as having a look at some other recent legal developments that impact on employment relationships, uh, we're going to be taking some of your questions. Yes, so if there
1: are any other queries that you'd like to add to our list, please do feel free to get in touch before then. See you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to Tamimi Talks. Stay updated with all the latest legal news and developments on our social media channels.